Welcome to the Hardy Mom Podcast. My mom has tips and tricks to help you live well with health challenges. She'll even tell you how to get your kids to help out. Wait, what? I love being with my kids and I love shopping, but I don't love those two things simultaneously. Does that sound like you? I'm Jen Hardy, host of the Hardy Mom Podcast, and I am going to tell you how I have learned to get through shopping trips and not only get through them, but enjoy them with my kids again. And I can't wait to tell you about it. Also, I have shared this tip with several people and every one of them has come back to me and said, oh my gosh, my husband even is enjoying taking the kids out. So my tip number one, my top tip for taking your kids shopping. Are you ready? You carry your phone with you, right? Your phone's got a camera. So when you get them into the store, if they find something that they like, you take a picture of them with it. Yep, that's my secret. You have them hold up whatever it is, and you take a picture and you tell them, okay, now when it's the next holiday, or it's your birthday, or when you save your allowance, we're going to remember what you wanted, instead of just forgetting it here. And if they find 10 different things in the store, you take a picture of them with 10 different things. And then they feel confident knowing you're going to remember what it is. And you haven't had to buy anything. And I'm telling you right now, it's awesome. And I'm going to tell you something else. They usually forget about it once you've taken that picture. But I wouldn't delete them right away. I would save it in your notes or whatever so that you legitimately have it. And I'm telling you right now, three quarters of the battle with kids in the store is them wanting things. And once you put that issue to rest, you have got it made. So now we're going to rewind and go back to the beginning in the best ways to get your kids out shopping with you without stress. Okay, so tip number one is before you even head out of the house. Okay, I need you to pack a snack and pack a drink. I don't care if you've got a baby or you've got a teenager. Once you leave your house, that kid is going to suddenly realize that they are dying of thirst and starving. And if you don't want to fight that battle or have to purchase extra things, just have them pack a water bottle. In our home, part of our morning routine, everybody fills a water bottle. So it's ready to go at all times. And that way we don't even need to bat an eye when we're going to leave the house. They just grab the already filled bottle and we go. Now, while they're filling their water bottle and getting their snack together, if they're old enough to do that or while you're doing it, I want you to tell them the plan lay out how this shopping trip is going to go. Are you going to go to Target and get one thing and get out? Are you going to go to five different stores and buy a bunch of things? Are you going to the grocery store and doing a big shop? Lay it out for them and just let them know what to expect. Okay, whether you think they're going to like it or not, it's easier if they know. Okay, so you've got your snack, you've got your water bottle, and they know the plan. Now, last thing, have everybody go to the bathroom because otherwise you know that the minute you get to the store, you're going to be finding the bathroom, which if you've ever been pregnant or had little kids, you already know where the bathrooms are in every store anyway. But it just helps one less thing. Okay, so you get everyone in the car, make sure you have your snack, make sure you have your water bottle, make sure that you've got your coupons or your lists or whatever you need. Do you have anything to return or exchange or all that? 
Make sure you've got that when you're still in your driveway. And then you know what you're going to do? You're going to tell your kids to plan again. I know that sounds silly, but it really sets the expectation. Okay, we're going to go to three stores and one of them is going to be a long time. Now, what I do if we're going to a grocery store, we're going on a long trip or we're going to like say Costco where we go way too often, I'll say, okay, if you listen really well, you can pick one healthy snack while we're there. So when we're done at the store, they can have a little bit of that snack in the car, even though they already have a snack in the car. I know. It's just what makes my life easier. And it helps me get through doing that. I'm not saying you need to do that. And I know some people would call it a bribe, but uh, some occupational therapists call it incentive. So that's how I choose to look at it. I incentivize our trips, but it's not toys. Oh my goodness. If you promise them a toy every time you go somewhere, you're going to have to buy a bigger house. So none of that, just healthy snacks. Okay. So we've gotten everything together. We've gotten in the car. They've been told the plan twice. We get out in the store. And as you're walking into the store, I want you to let them know, hey, if you see anything you want, please don't ask me for it. If you see it, I'll take a picture of you holding it, and then we'll have it for later. And if they say, well, it might not be there, it's on sale now, I really need it. Just remind them, we are, we've already established that you're not getting this today. But I'll be happy to take the picture. And maybe it'll be a lower price later. And I'm sure we can find it somewhere. Okay, so that's it. After the first couple times of doing that, let me tell you what, my stress load taking these kids shopping went down so far. And now it's enjoyable. And they know I am not buying things. And I guess, and I guess that's another thing to say is, when you're telling them what the plan is, let them know if they are or are not going to get something and stick to that. I think, especially when we don't feel well, we tend to give in because we feel guilty for a variety of reasons. Maybe because we can't move as fast as we want, or we are more tired or not as tuned in because we have brain fog or whatever. And so we do a lot of guilt buying. And I highly encourage you to stop that. You don't need to clutter your house with things to appease people that you love because you don't feel well. You are doing the best job you can. You really are. And some days that might mean putting a hat on and not taking a shower and just getting done what you need to get done. Some days that might mean not getting out of bed or having to cancel things. And no matter what it looks like, you are being the best mom that you can. So you got to ditch that guilt. I'm going to talk about that a lot. Okay, so back to our shopping trip. You've gotten all your things You've, you've gotten back in the car, everything is great, and everyone's going home, and you're going to be like, whoop, whoop, telling your husband, this is the way to go. And then maybe next time you can get him to take the kids shopping, and you can stay home and relax, or get one of the many things that you need to get done. done. Now I'm going to share another secret tip. This tip I'm also going to talk about a lot in the future, because it has made a world of difference in my life. I got it from the book, How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It used to be that everybody who wanted to speak or do anything had to read this book. And it is 
really interesting in the first chapter, it talks about how everybody thinks that they're right, no matter what they're doing. He was even talking about serial killers. They think they're good people. Everybody thinks they're a good person. So you have to understand that no matter who's around you, be it, I'm not talking to serial killers. I'm just, that was in the book. I'm, but like your neighbors or your kids or your husband or your friends or whatever, they all believe that they're the that they're a good person and they all believe that they're doing the best that they can, just like you are. So I want to encourage you to keep that in mind as you're talking to your kids, as you're talking to your husband, as you're talking to everybody, that they really, they're not, most people are not trying to drive you nuts. Okay, they're just trying to do the right thing the best way they know how. Okay, so knowing that there's a second thing that I learned from that book. And this is going to blow your mind. But it's true. What's in it for me? Yep, that's it. That's the question. What is in it for me? So think about this. When you go look at a yearbook, what is the first thing you look for? You look for your own pictures right? If someone need, if someone asks you, they need a favor and they say, hey, can you go stop by this thing and do that thing? You want to help people, but also it frequently will cross your mind. Like, can I do this? Will it fit in my schedule? Can I do that? Is it something I'm comfortable with? Right? Will I get something out of it? What's in it for me? We don't like to think that we think that way, but as human beings, we do. So, when you're asking your kids to do something at the store, or when you're asking somebody to do something, think about the question before you ask, what's in it What's in it for me for them? If they're thinking, what's in it for me? If mom, if you're taking me to the store, or three stores or five stores, and you want me to be quiet, and we're going to be gone for three hours, and I'm going to be getting in and out of the car, and there is nothing in that for me, then I might be a little more frustrated. And you might think to yourself, well, these everyone around me should be these great godly people that should just want to do the right thing because it's right. And that's true. But especially children, you're not dealing with someone who's at that stage yet, right? You're dealing with someone who's at a lesser stage. But this, I'm telling you, goes for everyone. If you're asking someone to do something, consider what is in it for them and point that out when you do your ask, okay? For instance, if you want to take your teenagers out with you and you want them to spend the whole day and it's going to be stuff that is kind of boring for them, then maybe you could say, hey, I'd like you to come. Well, you need to come with me. We're going to do all these things. But maybe while we're in the car, you can show me some of that new music that you're into. Or you can play some of those videos and I can listen to some of the things that you like. Or you can tell me all about the things that you've been wanting to tell me about, but I've been really busy. Maybe while you're out, if you're running a bunch of errands anyway, you can stop by that one store your child has been wanting to look at things in. And guess what? Take pictures of them with the things they like so you can remember it later. And then you'll have this secret arsenal of all these things that they want because you know, if you have teenagers, how hard it is to get them. Well, okay. Some of them say what they want all the time, but others, especially boys, will not tell you when their birthday's coming up or whatever what they want. So, now you have taken them somewhere, you've made them happy while they're on their day with you. And you've got some pictures of some things that they want. And it also gives you some insight into where they are. Because we're with our kids all day, right? You're cooking and cleaning and doing all the things. 
And sometimes we get a little sidetracked and we aren't focusing exactly on everything our child says and everything our child does. And sometimes we can use trips out or as special times and focus on that child. So something for you to consider. But those are the tools that I use to make our trips out better. And let me tell you something. It's so much better than it was. Um, some kids just inherently listen. They want to be quiet for hours and do whatever you say. And they like to just stand quietly by while you do whatever you have to do. And if you've got those children, kudos to you. I have seven children and there are some of them that are like that, but there are several that are not. And it doesn't make them bad people. It just makes them different people. And it just makes us have to get a little bit more creative if we want to all enjoy our time doing what we need to get done. So, and just remember, your children are your gift from God. And some days it feels like more of a gift to be a parent. And some days it's tough. I'm not going to lie. I've been a mom for 32 years and I've got a lot going on in my house still. And it it can get hard. But as a parent of adult children, I'm going to tell you, and I know other people tell you and you want to roll your eyes, but these really are the best years with your kids. You know where they are, you know what they're doing, you know who their friends are, and you've got more of a connection with them than you will ever have in your life. So just try to think about that as people are pulling things off the shelves and throwing a spaghetti jar on the floor and clean up in aisle nine kind of things are happening. Just look at them and see the face of God and know that it's your day's going to get better and it's going to be okay. And I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it helps you. Please go to hardymom.com slash contact and send me a message, a voice message or a written message or get a hold of me on social, the Jen Hardy everywhere. And I can't wait to talk to you. All right. Have a blessed day. Your health challenged, girl, I get it. Feeling anxious, depressed, don't you sweat it. You felt alone with no one to go to. Finally, someone is here who gets you. So premenopausal or postpartum, all stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them. I've been there, I've done that too with the Hardy Mom Podcast. Yeah, I'm here for you. That will help you There's advice from experts and in interviews Find time to be with your kids and family I can help you get it done easily So premenopausal or postpartum All stages of womanhood, girl, we've got them I've been there, I've done that too With a Hardy Mom podcast, yeah, I'm here for you